and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser, always one take Elric. <laughs> I'm Matt, uh, two takes at best, uh, Slaza. And I'm Keon, end of days, Boozar. Oh. And I'm Laser, take five, Elric. <laughs> and I'm Keon, the end is nigh, but can we do the, can we do the show we, we said we would do? I'm Matt, uh, I'm sorry, we, I we just, have a guest, Slaza. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a presence in this podcast tonight. It is October. Spooky. Spooky month. Spooky month. Cameron. Cameron, do you want to fucking talk? Jesus. <laughs> and then slowly, out of the crypto rise. <laughs> Prick. Well, I was looking across. in the lab. I wasn't sure if you guys wanted to do an intro or not. I Usually we didn't. intro people, but they just We did just now when we said, hey, yeah, hey, there's well, a presence. Here I am. Hello. I... You went into the mental gymnasium where I do my many, many curls and get swole on books and listen yep. to other podcasts. And then you said, Cameron, we need you. And then you turned on the bat signal. And I was like, you're already here telling me this. Why did you turn on the bat signal? Exactly. Yeah. Cameron, was, bat, Cameron was in his log cabin and we walked up to him. He's just like, we need you. And he's like, I quit that life. I, I never said I'd go back. And then you pulled out your ID and it said Robin for some dumb reason. And I pulled out my name. hologram table and invent time travel. And here I am to give you tacos. Thank you. And I love Taco in Tuesday. the end, the love you make is equal to the love. Yeah, Laser did have to sing in the end, right? But you we got to do a Louis impression at some point in the end. I think yeah. I did it the wrong way around. So the love you take is equal to the love you make. But that's, that's okay. Ah. All right, before we descend into madness, let me just say... Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, Always admired your work from afar. I know earlier we said that's a weird thing to say, but the I'm going to say it again. Perfect. Because I'm just in the bushes every time. Don't turn around. Wait, Matt. so you listen to our podcast in the bushes? Yeah, yeah from the bushes. I'm, I'm walking because with my coworkers. I had, they're like, Cameron, are you coming to the big meeting? And I'm Ooh, like, a no, new episode. I have to you go listen to this podcast. And I go downstairs and I go out into the bushes and I listen to this podcast. Now so, I'm just picturing walking by a bush that's like gently ruff, rustling and giggling and just for an hour. It's just there <laughs> rustling yeah. and giggling for one hour. Nothing, nothing it, weird, just rustling and giggling. And then I periodically fall out of it. Laughing too hard. <laughs> so in case it wasn't clear, this is our final episode of Why a Podcast. Yeah. Episode number 69. Yeah. yeah. That's right, motherfuckers. We were Parting in, in such sexy sorrow. Yeah. Listen, uh, I think it was pretty clear when we decided we were going to end the podcast that we couldn't end it on episode 70. The, mm-hmm. So unfortunately, we had to episode end on six nine. We had mm-hmm. to episode end on six nine. Um, so I we, ain't a snitch. So anyway, <laughs> oh okay, there we go. Contemporary um, memes. See, the thing is, if we decide to end it after episode sixty nine, we know we'd have to have gone to four twenty episodes, and I'm not. Oh, yeah. I, listen, I already have commitment issues. Watch out, Jay. You could have ended it on 68 and then your audience would have owed you one. Oh, ah, speaking of which, okay, guys, bye. I'll see you later. Shout Not out doing to Hamburger episode. Marys, everybody. Spe- anyway, so, so anyway, I just had my the podcast is. So I just have my two year anniversary with Jay. Just have to clarify commitment, it's a thing. Um, so anyway, guys, yes, Howdy. it is the final episode of Why a Podcast. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us, but we'll say more of this at the end of the episode. So that our topic today is end, E-N-D, end. Can you use that in a sentence, Matt? Sure. Uh, why would I end this podcast? 
All right. So let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one why <laughs> question each. The others will guess the answers. And then fucking hell, this is the last time we'll let you know why. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to make you guys you feel first. bad. Tragic to say. Oh, man. Come on. Do it. Do it. Oh, Keon's going first? Keon's yeah. going first. <laughs> Do Unless it. Keon's dead. Yeah. In which case, Cameron goes first. <laughs> I am the new Keon. Look at me. Next of Cameron. <laughs> Look at me now. I'm the next Keon Next of now. Keon, yes. Cameron's, Cameron's <laughs> the next, next of Keon, Keon form. <laughs> Correct, Cameron's Cameron. always been our backup. Yeah. It is true. As a matter of fact, when uh, we were going to end the podcast, we said, well, if we decide to ever do it again, we'll just draft Cameron. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be really weird because I try not to curse on my own show, so that'll be very. It will really mess with your whole dynamic. Mm, oh well, fuck, fuck good luck, buddy. Sucks. No, it'll it, be fine. You'll just be the guy who doesn't curse. Hey, Keon, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> my question to you guys is: Why is Tron Legacy the best fucking movie ever? All right, well, I got it. I'm taking positive. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. This is a why not, you motherfucker. Well, we got to turn it into it because he's making an informational topic, and I'm going to okay. be attacking you if you say anything wrong about this movie. This movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, my answer to why is Tron Legacy a fucking classic? Was it? Uh, sure. It's just I said the best fucking movie ever. Sure, whatever. Which is hyperbolic, but I I'm in no, I'm no, into no. a classic. Okay. Classic works. So I I mean, considering I'm the resident film critic of this podcast. Oh yeah, uh, you know, seen I've, them all. Seen them all. I've got plenty of things to um, judge it against. You see, the thing is, okay. Well, let me take you just real quick through a little bit of what it was like going through film critic school. Um, day <laughs> day one, the first thing that they teach you actually is that. You can't compare movies to Madagascar because they're never going <laughs> to be better so than good. yeah. Because if you rank things on a you know one to ten scale and ten was Madagascar, oh, everything yeah. would get a five or less. So oh, true. Um, taking that out of consideration, we then get to the new ten, which is Over the Hedge. So <laughs> so um, now uh, my film critic score for Tron Legacy was a seven out of ten, um, which let me just say is great. The Godfather was like a three. So um, <laughs> Tron Christ. Legacy, the reason why I ranked it a seven out of ten is because um, uh, I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And I've seen answer. it. You did it. Thank you. I would like to say, uh, obviously, Keon and I agree on this topic. That much is clear. Yeah. Uh, but but the why answer to it is uh, it might be very different. We'll find out. Uh, I'd say, why is it the greatest movie uh, ever made? Well, one word for you. Um, the entire thing shot with no special effects. Okay? All mm-hmm. practical effects. They went into a computer. Saying, no yeah. spaces in that sentence. That was one word. <laughs> Correct. Keon, tell them about how they shot in the computer and how they fit that <laughs> tiny computer inside the screen. Cameron, do you have any guesses? Tiny That's camera. That's why Sorry, it's the best? Camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can tell you why. It's the only movie I've ever watched where Jeff Bridges pulls a butterfly out of Olivia Munn. Or no, oh, Olivia yeah. Wilde. Sorry. Oh. What so the fuck? She like, do, he yeah. does do that. So when I was rating it, I had to give it one butterfly out of Olivia Wilde, which is the ah. highest score you can give any movie. That's objective fact. That Over, is when it's, you go it's to better s- than ten out of ten. When you okay. go to film school, they teach you two things: one, you can't compare everything to Madagascar; two, <laughs> one butterfly out of Olivia Wilde is the highest possible achievable score. It's pretty true. good. They really, they really made it uh, shoe in the fact that they put that scene in the fucking movie. I, I mean, some people say that it was a little bit, you know, like unfair 
<laughs> I like that we had similar answers, but different. Keon, tell us some yeah. shit that's real. Okay, so uh, Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is uh, one of my personal guilty pleasure movies. I don't think I've really talked about it on the podcast too much, but uh, it is, a, in my opinion, a classic just because it's so its own fucking thing, and it's really interesting. And so uh, it came out in December 17th of 2010. Uh, it was made by Disney, and it's a sequel to their uh, 1982 movie, which is Tron. Now, let's play a little game. Dip, dip, dip. Oh boy! What? Yeah. yeah. What do you I've, guys think the IMDb score for Tron Legacy was? Do you have the Rotten Tomatoes ready as well? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, all Perfect. right. So the IMDb, and now this is the user score, right? Is how, uh, how there, the, there's only one score. It's just the score, the, the like, rating. Okay, from it, critics, yeah. From critics, from critics. Okay, so it's I'm, out of ten. It's out of ten. I'm gonna be giving it a six point four. Okay, uh, Matt. I am going to give it a five point two. And Cameron. I'm going to give it a 9.9. That's my guy. <laughs> and he's right. No, I'm kidding. Uh, um, Laser was actually what very if, close. Uh, Price is right rules. Laser got it. It was uh, 6.8, which, well, Laser, when oh. you said 7 out of 10, I'm like, hey, pretty yeah. close. <laughs> it's because yeah, I fucking um, understand. They, they yeah. get me. The critics, we all went to school together, you know. We all judge by the same metric. We go, how <laughs> is this compared to Over the Hedge? Because, again, we cannot compare things to Madagascar. Citizen Kane would be a 1 <laughs> if you compare okay, things I to mean, Madagascar. To be fair, Citizen Kane is a 1. No, oh, so unlike me, I'm a ten, motherfucker. Hey, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so really quickly, let's just do the Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic score. I'm just gonna say your name. You say the percentage. Okay. 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 Right. Lightning round. Matt. Rotten Tomatoes. For the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mother. What you said to uh, bring it up? No, it's just making sure. You just forty-eight uh, percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, laser. Uh, sixty-nine percent. <laughs> okay. And Cameron. Obvi. Ninety-nine percent. <laughs> no, it is uh, a bad. You were very close. It's actually 51%. Eight. So you're very close. And I'm just going to skip going down the line because fuck all y'all. Uh, so the Metacritic <laughs> score is actually 49, very close to the Rotten Tomato score. So Solid. it just progressively goes down the more uh, kind of opinionated the pieces get. And uh, Tron Legacy, in my opinion, is a classic. It was uh, created by... So the director, uh, Joseph... Co- oh Stalin. My God. Okay. Yeah, Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. It's Joseph Kaczynski, which is, I mean, you okay. so ready for that. Laser. I really was. <laughs> I just heard Joseph and I automatically, I think of communism. I, yeah, there's, uh, it's in there. Um, I, it's my in mind, the, is, as soon as you hear something, it, it goes, okay, does it fit either of these three categories? Communism, Madagascar, or <laughs> CX? <laughs> I'm very funny. Very uh, funny. Eh. So Joseph Kaczynski, this was his first movie he directed. It was Tron Legacy. Then he uh, directed Oblivion, which is surprising. Uh, an interesting movie in itself. Um, His... <laughs> His third project was Taco Bell Web of Fries. I oh my don't god, know. that was Dude, so you gotta good. Work your way up I never like saw that. that. I don't know what that is. It's I, like what? a short film type commercial that they made. They made a couple of them, and they did the same recently. They did the one yeah. with uh, Nacho Fries about uh, oh. the singer. Yes. By like okay. Adam Levine, or not Adam Levine, uh, Adam Lambert, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he did Taco Bell Web of, Web of Fries, and now he's going to be doing the upcoming movie Top Gun Maverick. That's going to be him. So yeah, that's because he loves working with Tom Cruise, bro. He's really taking steps backwards. Like oh yeah, <laughs> from Tron Legacy. Yeah. He's literally so. failing up when you think about it, because like every single one of those movies didn't do that great. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Except for the Taco Bell one. That did great because well, Taco Bell's it, amazing, yeah. and we've talked about that on this podcast. Please go back and listen to any episode. We've probably mentioned Taco Bell. <laughs> so um, uh, the movie had a $170 million budget, which is actually pretty high for uh, a, a Disney movie, and for not so much, but Taco for a movie Bell, in general. Yeah, I, yes. Um, <laughs> it grossed uh, $400 million, which, I mean, seems like a lot, but like in the Hollywood space, you take your reg- original budget – double it and then that's about what you should try to hit if not way more and so that would be about uh 340 million is what to kind of break even and they got 400 million so they made 60 million not terrible you know i mean considering it was the beginning of a new franchise i'm i'm almost surprised they didn't do a sequel i mean i know it wasn't well loved yeah but yeah. you know considering like merchandising on top of that they probably made some money and yeah. you would think they'd want to make another one well, they did continue it with the uh, with the show, which was Tron Uprising, which uh, right. ended. I don't remember when it ended. It might still be going on. Who knows? I haven't kept up with it. But uh, <laughs> but I kept up with this movie because uh, leading up to it, I just want to describe kind of the world that was leading up to it. In which 2008 at uh, their Disney kind of convention, they released a teaser to it that blew my goddamn mind. Because what it did was it had this uh, random program character in this world, every kind of human being or like not human being, but like anthropomorphic person is a program of some sort. And so there's this program who's like driving away on a light bike and uh, this light bike looks so cool. So the last thing that we've seen of light bikes in the entire Tron universe is all this 80s garbage CGI that like the movie's still good to watch. It's fun. By the way, guess what the, I'm not going to let you answer, but guess what the IMDb score of Tron 1982 is? Is 6.8, the same as Tron Legacy. So these movies are just equally as watchable. So the the last thing we've seen is just this terrible, super high polygon count CGI that at the time actually won a bunch of awards for uh, its... uh, the cinematography or uh, computer generated images for its special effects, which they wouldn't give it the Oscar because they're like, they use computers. That's not real special effects. And they wouldn't give them the fucking Oscar because they use computers in their special effects in 1982. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. But now, fast forward to now, and in 2008, they released this ridiculously cool uh, teaser that had this program on this new light bike that looks slick as hell, has no wheel well, it's just a weird hole in this bike, and then he's, like, being chased by this orange nefarious bike like motorcycle helmet bad guy and he's being chased and then we cut to jeff bridges in this cool kind of penthouse looking thing in these mountains and jeff bridges looks over this balcony and sees this whole thing transpiring kind of in the wastelands of the tron like the grid quote unquote quote unquote which is kind of like the the world in the tron universe and uh the and this helmeted fiend then cuts off the guy with his light bike then creating a wall that the guy crashes into he jumps off of his bike instead of exploding immediately and his bike turns into all these pixels that are in 3d and you're like what the fuck oh my god this is amazing he falls off his bike and the guy gets up off of his bike the bad guy with like a sword or no no not a sword like his uh his uh, tron disc and like comes over to uh, kill him and he says it's just a game he says no the, uh, not anymore. His helmet is then taken off to reveal it's a CGI Jeff Bridges that then kills this fucking person. Sometimes, it was so fucking cool. Sometimes I just like to hear you be passionate. It's nice to listen to. It I was amazing. Interrupt people passionate, but yeah. you just make me want to hear more and more. It's very odd. It's so just, be hmm. so be me 
in 2008. Also, thank you guys. Be me in 2008, <laughs> where I'm like, holy shit, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Always love that like kind of motorcycle aesthetic. Always love like this cool music. And then little did I know in 2008, hey, my favorite band of all time, Daft Punk, would be doing the <laughs> the OST, the original soundtrack for this movie. So I had to wait two fucking years, two long goddamn years. I remember how long it felt because I was so psyched by this teaser. I'm like, when is this coming out? And people were like, oh, it might not happen. I'm like, fuck you. It's going to fucking totally happen. I totally see you just like counting down the days. I was so happy. And that was my freshman year of high school. So moving into my sophomore year of high school, I'm just like, this needs to fucking already come out. Like, think about those times. Think about that. Flashback. Flashback to how long that felt in your life. <gasps> now it's my fucking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> fuck. No, I don't want to go back. No. So, uh, moving forward, the movie, like, so then it starts coming out. Fucking sleeping for three years. Like, <laughs> where the fuck am I? You're, you're in the year 2019, and it's horrible. It's, uh, it's not great, honestly. Yeah. Remember when you went to bed train. in 2016? I mean, Chicago. It got worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fast forward to, the, uh, to 2010 when the movie's coming out, and Daft Punk's doing the original soundtrack. They come out with the single, which is uh, D-Rez, which is the title song, and it's a fucking club banger. It's actually, like, really it's not that... It's a literal club banger in, it's the, li- in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, literally. And the the song is so good and it like it just fucking flies. It's so rad to just listen to. It gets you so pumped up. It's actually not that complicated of a song, but it works so well. And me harping on Daft Punk, first of all, I love them. But also that I actually got the soundtrack early to the movie and listen and literally memorized the whole soundtrack. So during the movie, I was like beautiful minding it where like a song would come up and I would turn to whoever I I watched this thing eight times. Turn to whoever was there and it's like that's the grid. That's fall that's the How game has changed i it was so i was so it was like playing fucking like ddr i was that's just like, like hitting all the notes power move that no one respects <laughs> like that's the and then hilarious move and i loved it so much that i did my first like kind of cosplay type thing where i had a kind of leather jacket and took some el wire like electric looking wire and like sewed it through and it looked fucking cool i was so happy about this whole thing so Anyway, all of that to say that this soundtrack was really fucking amazing. Seriously incredible. Didn't get an Oscar nomination. I don't fucking know why. Legitimately, a lot of people were like, why the, the fuck soundtrack? was this not nominated? Yeah, not at all. No no representation whatsoever. Are you sure? I'm very sure. It Let me see. something because I definitely remember it getting an award. They, they did not win the Oscar if they were even nominated. I am going to fact check you live. Go ahead. I w- yeah, go for it. No, go for it. But anyway, so all of that to say that like this whole thing happened and like a lot of movies. Uh, so a little pulling back the t- curtain of movies is that when you have a movie, you usually have temp music. So this is you've cut the movie. You already have it going and you kind of have atmospheric music in the background. That's interesting. Kind of carries the movie along. But. It, in this movie, like, so let's say that they're doing test screenings. They have the movie almost ready. It's kind of in a rough edit, and they're showing it to people to say, okay, cool, this is kind of how it's going to be. And if people say, hey, I didn't like this part where the hero dies. I didn't like this part where the bad guy gets his comeuppance. Then they can actually start tweaking it to their test audiences. And since they need to get it out early, they have test audio that's just kind of pl- filler audio. And then they have an actual composer come in and fill that in and fill it in with something a little bit better. This movie was actually cut to the music. The music was so 
integral to the plot and the entire feeling of the movie that the entire movie was cut to the actual music. There was no temp music used whatsoever. So that basically means that the movie was going to be how it was from the get-go. Like, they weren't really going to change much because this music was so fucking important. And it's really amazing. Seriously, go back. Like, it's so good that Top Gear, when it was still a thing, actually used it during some of the moments where they're, like, showing a new car. Like, the, the music fucking flies. So... All I'm saying right now is you just got to go listen to the music. But the movie in itself has a lot of really cool things. It has some stuff that has to do with the uh, heroic journey and other things. And uh, the last thing I want to mention about the movie is that uh, it's got some really interesting characters. One of which is, uh, his name is Caster. And he happens to be uh, the actually one of the lead uh, actors from Good Omens that came out recently. And he happens to work at a place... That's a bar called End of Line. And that's why I want to bring this up. Is Why is it the best movie? Hey, all right, our it, fucking topic. Yeah, we're in the end. I was, I was just so lost in listening to you, Doc. And that was End of Line. I could go on. I le- legitimately have barely gotten through half my notes. I have a whole thing about breaking down the movie, but we don't got fucking time. But it did introduce... It actually fleshed out an entire world where there's like light cars and light planes and fucking swords and shit. Like, there's just so much more to this world that in the first movie barely gave a shit about. They're like, hey... What if computers, though, in the first movie? Now we're like, hey, yeah, we get it. What if CG, though? So- well, to be fair, like 80s, what if computers, though? 2000s, what if computers, though? Am I <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Here's my problem with the original, which is they have the programs fight. But in the original, it's pretty much assumed that programs means calculator app and <laughs> Excel <laughs> and Microsoft Office. So I feel like some of those programs had an unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I uh, I have an update on the fact check, by the way. You are absolutely correct on the Oscars. The reason young Matt thought it got nominated for awards, though, is because mm-hmm. he watched the Grammys that year. Um, and it oh, was yeah, nominated yeah. for Best yo, Soundtrack yo, for Visual Media. Of course. Yo, who's your favorite SoundCloud rapper? Mine's young Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. Watching so Tron Legacy next? on my couch. You know what no, I mean? no, don't I stop. stubbed my toe don't. and I went, ouch. Then I'm walking down the street. I don't know where. And I got some spaghetti in my hair. No, sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, who wants to go next? Uh, I think Laser. Sure, and before I go, I want to apologize because it's going to be impossible to edit out. It's rush hour in Chicago right now, and uh, whoever runs the fucking CTA went, what if we put our noisiest trains on the tracks today? Uh, so. uh, I would like to apologize, too, since we're doing apologies. Uh, my guinea pigs might make some sound during this recording, and if you think it's too much, I'm sorry. They're very cute. You know what, guys? This fucking blows. Let's end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so out of nowhere, Laser. Why would you bring this up in the middle of an episode? Hey, guys. Hey, why laser. am I perfectly able to eat as much as I'd like? Endless amounts of food, if you will. Endless amounts of food. Hmm. I think Cameron knows the answer to this one. I don't know. I, I think Keanu and I need I to sit I know endless out. amount of food? <laughs> what, what was that? What, what was, was that good. supposed to mean? I'm not, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant, you know, you're the smart brain person there. You might know some answers we don't know. We brought you on so you could answer all our questions. Yeah, come on, man. All right, fine. You're, you're a consultant. The, there's a reason you might want to eat so much food, and it's called the infinite gains principle. You see, <laughs> okay. when you work Holy out, shit. you immediately turn food into muscle the problem is you get tired because you don't have any more food in your tum-tums it got all turned into muscle so now you need more food so if you sit there with a bar like a barbell in like both your hands and someone feeding you 
in like just one long spaghetti noodle you keep sucking into your mouth the entire time you're doing chest presses you will become the ultimate swole that's science that's science, friend. That's science. This is All not, right, in yeah. fact, the, I need to put a disclaimer that none of what I just said is science. Please do not. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Let it go. We're going to cut that out. It's fine. <laughs> Keon, please. Hey, guys. Keon. Why, <laughs> no why can you be quiet. endless amounts of food? All right. I'm going to go. Okay, go for it. I'm gonna because I said Keon twice and no one said anything. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sorry. say the reason uh, we can why we can eat uh, endless amounts of food. When I was a child, uh, I he liked, had a fever. His hand swelled up like two balloons. It's true. I uh, and then I went to the uh, hat Valley. store today, and I got myself a hat. Ha 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 ha! And then I went to Olive Garden. It's delicious. Ate some breadsticks, found out you could eat endless amounts of breadsticks, and then here we are, answer to Laser's question. Why? Because Olive Garden exists. As I walk to the valley where I harvest my <laughs> grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I could think of when you just said, I took a walk, and that's how I live my life. Took a walk, took a walk. There you that's, go. That is th- th- the past tense mm-hmm. version of Passion Pit's hit song. Anyway. <laughs> so I mean, for me, it's really just the fact that uh, we all uh, just like the just like the Matrix and Tron Legacy, uh, we all just live in a simulation. So they can just keep making food, like they can just keep like reapparating it. So it's super easy, you know, barely an inconvenience. And that's to make why more it's food. endless. Thank you, Keon. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to mention the Tron Legacy uh, level in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance was okay. And that's yeah, it meh. was meh. Yeah. Was, By the was, way, don't don't buy the video game. Cameron and I were so excited about Tron Legacy when it came out that we saw that there was a Tron video game. We're like, you could light bike race like in a video game. Cool. We drove like an hour just to get the game, and it cost would. sixty dollars, and it was so fucking bad. Like it was so bad. It was like they bad. didn't even finish making the game when they were like, Ship they released it. the beta. <laughs> They're just like, it's like a it. meta joke about the movie. I love it. It's, oh, God, fucking Christ. All right. All right, cool. So, did everyone answer? Yeah. Good, I wasn't <laughs> listening. So, wow. <laughs> hey, guys, um, I have an article here that I am sourcing. It is by Utpal Dalakia, PhD. Nice. From the Psychology Today, and it's called How All-You-Can-Eat Buffets Use Psychology to Make Money. Shocked. Oh. Yes. Because they definitely don't use food to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, see, here's the thing. Um, So like every so often, we read about people being banned from all-you-can-eat buffets for eating too much. Uh, You know, you just see like these fucking people. Really? Yeah. No, it it happens every now and then. I've never heard of that. Wow, that's wild. All right. It specifically says, hey, this article's not about the lavish all-you-can-eat buffets in Las Vegas casinos, which, by the way, are insane. I went to Vegas somewhat recently. I went to like a, a mid-priced buffet. It was still very expensive. It was so there was there was like everything, man. There was everything, <laughs> there was, man. Like it was nuts. There was nuts. They had nuts. Um so anyway, um here's the thing. The they have the uh fill the belly cheaply metric, which their goal at the crudest level of an all-you-can-eat buffet is to fill the customer's belly as cheaply and quickly as possible. 
So like they create this perception of having tons of variety and high quality food items, but they're also manipulating customers' choices and portion sizes and ensuring that food waste is minimized. So this is done via flexible menu design. Any successful restaurant keeps its food and beverage costs at or below 30% of its revenues. And all-you-can-eat restaurants can do this very easily as they have more flexibility, so they can change their menu every day depending on what is cheap and available. And they often do. So they use cheap veggies and meats. Uh, the all-you-can-eat buffet menu is built around ingredients and foods that are available cheaply. Vegetables and cheaper cuts of meat when purchased in bulk can be super affordable. From a wholesaler, a 50-pound bag of potatoes costs about how much? Give me a guess. Hmm. 50 Wait, pounds of potatoes. Dollars. A 50 pound bag of potatoes. You guys? <sighs> it is 8.23. Uh 12 bucks. About $6. Camry wins. Oh, we got prices right oh, rules without going over. And how hey, about hey. and how about a 50 pound sack of carrots? $5. So here's the thing. I actually know the answer to this one um as a Do you really? distributor. Um so oh. 50 pound bag of carrots that's going to run you approximately Four eighty-two uh, plus tax. A shiny nickel. I want to win. Uh, it's uh, about nine dollars. <laughs> Closest. Oh, really? Going over. Yeah. Oh, what the yeah, fuck? Cameron's good at this. You should run an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, their seasonal ingredients, which increases food qualities, but also is cheaper because it's seasonal. Um, so like if the price of pork and beef goes down, more dishes of it are offered. If like squash and pumpkin based dishes, you know, it's the fall, those like become available. It's like, oh, it's fall. They have fall things. And it's like, yeah, cause it's cheap. Motherfucker. 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 Let's end this podcast. Um, <laughs> Hey, uh, quick question, uh, Cameron. Since you're on the podcast, we can ask you this directly. Uh, Keon said when you guys were uh, children uh, that you wouldn't share your oats with him. Is that true? Yes, I would not share my oats with him. Just give me some. Just some. Seriously, one spoon. It's No, they're my oats. (laughs) Also, I'm a horse. Nay. (laughs) Little did all of you know, Cameron's actually a horse. What do you not listen to his podcast? What yeah, dude, it's called on? I'm a Big Horse, and nobody knows that <laughs> except now I told you. Oh no! Oh no! The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not know that? Yeah, come on, I'm a big horse now. Okay, laser, please, God. I, you like know what? It was just good to listen to. So once they build this menu, uh, the manager's next task is to influence what foods they put on their plates and how much they take. Food tie-in. Food tie-in. Food science, God damn it! I, uh, food scientists have like made an industry of and, yeah, fuck me running. I can't speak today. Uh, let's end this podcast. So, um, you know, there's like scientists like study, you know, controlling people's portion sizes. Buffet restaurant owners have been practicing this for fucking decades. These food scientists, they got got shit on people trying to make a buck. You know, Um, so like full size dinner plates and oversized soup bowls are very rare. So this helps cut down on food waste and also cuts down on how much food can be taken in one trip. Nutrition experts were prone to serve themselves 31 percent more ice cream when given a larger bowl than a smaller one. Oh, yeah. So um, water and soft drink glasses are really fucking big. Water doesn't cost anything. Soft drinks hardly cost anything. They have humongous markups. So compared to these plates, the larger glasses, they drink more and it fills your stomach more. Heck yes. Smart Mm -hmm. business practice. That's big math. Mm -hmm. That's big brain. 
big brain stress. <laughs> big brain moves. Like, like the big meeting that you keep skipping to listen to our podcast in a bush. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Fuck? Listen, man. I I'll never apologize for hiding in a bush to listen to this good good audio. As you never should. Um. <laughs> so now I can finally binge it now that it's over. I have to wait till something's over so I can binge it. There we Classic. go. So um, a, a lot of buffets actually like are like they they straight up are grudgingly give you a change of silverware, which implicitly reduces the number of courses that a person will consume. Uh, in contrast, chopsticks in Chinese buffets are readily available because they slow down the rate of eating, which like lets food sit and then you become less hungry. Oh shit! Um, so there's way more starches and vegetables. You know, which super duper fill up your stomach. If you go to a buffet and you eat a bunch of rice or a bunch of potatoes, you're wasting your fucking money. It's genius. <laughs> Seriously, though. Wait, like, I like how the the part of me wasting my money isn't me eating is me eating rice and not me going to a buffet. Yeah, it's, it's great. He's like, <laughs> like no, there's you so can, many implicit You can use your investment wisely at the buffet. What you do is you eat only crab legs on Sundays, eh? Listen, <laughs> I had a favorite Chinese buffet when I was living in Florida, and I think it was a good choice because, you know what? It's money spent on making you happy, and that's a good choice. Yeah, and we all went there, and it was pretty good. Yeah, it's also actually really decent food for a decent price. Um, so so um, these food choices are presented strategically. Uh, relatively expensive protein like a platter of steak will be surrounded by four or five cheaper veggie side dishes, and pricier desserts like pies will be surrounded by platters of fruit. So then people will be like, oh, well, I should eat more vegetables and fruit because it's healthier, but that fills you more. And then you're not, you know, getting the expensive stuff. So, <laughs> sorry, you I, all just... At a certain point, I was wondering how long we could keep the pause I, I, um, I was I was wondering. <laughs> now we have to keep that fucking th- three second long pausing. All right, uh, so... Um, five. Oh shit, we're recording a podcast. Oh, sorry, one <laughs> oh, second. No. Oh no, let's happen? end it. Um so <laughs> <laughs> So um now here's the thing. You have those people who eat a fuck ton of food, but in an all you can you can eat buffet. A lot of people will eat the same that they do anywhere else. Uh, there was an hmm. observational study of 213 patrons at an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet conducted by psychologists Brian Wansink and Colin Payne, uh, which found nice. that the... This is going off BMI, which was fucking stupid. Never mind. It's just people that eat food based on fucking whatever. I Great. Uh, thank so, you. Good job. Amazing listen, audio. perfect content. Listen, learning. I just... I think... So much brain Just BMI as a building. whole thing is something that frustrates me a lot, so I'm just fucking skipping over it. Laser. So... I get it, man. I get it. So there was a study which manipulated the price of an all-you-can-eat Italian buffet, and they found when it was priced at $4 instead of $8, customers rated their first piece of pizza as less tasty, less satisfactory, and less enjoyable, and showed a negative trend in enjoyment. So getting a oh. good deal is not the primary importance of buffet goers. You know, if you, you spend a little bit more, you're like, oh, this pizza is good. I spent more money on it. You know, that's hilarious. Um, mm, yeah. That's how money works. So this is like fucking badass for these people running all you can eat buffets, you know. So the reason why I can eat endless amounts of food is because there's a bunch of places I can do it because it makes bank. I'm Fair? sorry. This just sounds like you think you have a superpower. <laughs> it's just he does. Like, you're like just a normal guy who thinks he's invisible. It's like, did you, or or like that kid in a <laughs> picture like Troy from the community, where he's like, "Hey guys, did you know you could pay like ten bucks and eat every as much as you want?" Like running up to his friends, like, "Did you know that this exists?" 
Yeah, that's you can't drive an ATV in here. That's what <laughs> it's all terrain, to. dummy. God, it's such a good show. All right, uh, is it my turn? Is that what that means? I guess. No, no, no. Uh, Cameron and I are just going to keep bantering. I don't oh, know. Okay, all cool. I can so hear is the fucking a... L train. Fucking <laughs> literally, I never heard it this frequently. It's like, can you wait one day because I am ending this podcast? <laughs> one day. Uh, one everyone day. who needs to go to work today. Not today. I mean, they're leaving work. Fucking stay, people. Make some more money. Don't interrupt my podcast. Yeah, stay late because Lazy's recording. All right. Yeah. uh, My why question for you guys. I'm going to make my topic short because, yeah, I think we're going to run pretty pretty long. Uh, My question for you guys is why do movie endings ruin movies? Well, you see, this is actually a trick question because movie endings don't ruin movies. Guns kill people. Wait, no. (laughs) That's true. Keon, go ahead. Movie endings don't ruin movies. Movies ruin movies because movies are terrible. I know. I'm a critic. You see, the thing is, if you enjoy something, fuck you. I'm a movie critic. You know, (laughs) movies aren't about enjoyment. It's about the art. And art is bad. And I'm a movie critic. Hey, Keon, uh, do you think he's going a little too method on this cosplay as a movie critic? A little bit, yeah. Jesus, you got the whole armchair going and everything. I'm cosplaying as a movie critic because I'm critiquing movies with no pants on and <laughs> I haven't showered yesterday. Good job. Um, or today. Anyway, um, so... Uh, by the way, there's a lot of there's a lot of respectable movie critics out there, and if you consider yourself a movie critic and are listening to this podcast, you're probably not one of them. What the fuck are yeah, you doing? <laughs> so anyway, movie endings are bad because the movie ends, and I want to watch more. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, can't give a real answer. Yeah, fuck yeah. movies. So, so the question is, why are movie endings? Why? I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase. Why can movie endings ruin movies? Oh. Oh well, then let me re-answer. No. I, this fuck <laughs> that. Oh my god. So uh, why can movie endings uh, ruin movies? Because then it's spoiled for you. You can't have a movie like that's what really pissed me off. Is like there was that hashtag that said don't spoil the end game the entire time for like that one movie. And like when I went and saw the movie. They fucking spoiled it for me. I couldn't like <laughs> I couldn't enjoy it afterwards. I was like, what the fuck, movie? I threw popcorn at the screen. People got really mad at me. Makes but sense. it was just like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? I've been waiting this whole lo- this whole time for it not to be spoiled, and they fucking spoiled it for me. Like it's as soon as honestly, I went saw the movie. Fucking disgusting. Disgusting. On- honestly, same. Agree. I have I I have no opinion. Cool. Thanks, Cameron. All right. This so, is the first time. I'll tell you why movie endings suck. Because uh-huh. then the lights come on and you have to go back to your life in a existence. You can't looking steal at yourself my in the answer, mirror, questioning Cameron. your very existence until <laughs> one day it's all not n- enough. Life isn't worth living. And so you go into your closet and you get out your special equipment and you start a podcast. Oh, good for you. It's nice. Though. Oh, wait, good that's for us. We've been guys. doing a year and a half. Yeah. yeah, we've been doing this a year and a half. What do you mean, good for him? Fuck this man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a motherfucker named camera <laughs> bring that joke back okay i gotta let's we gotta get those memes going yeah right <laughs> now uh, that the show's over the memes can begin yes <laughs> wait you guys you guys are gonna have our small stuff me or no, sorry not us <laughs> i just played my Jesus own show on accident sorry you guys are gonna have like our why a podcast memes there we go like the our prequel memes of <laughs> just for your show yeah. you enjoy that punchline cameron <laughs> go on matt so uh the, the thing is uh this week 
for my topic. I went a little more loose because I wanted to have fun. Yeah. And because it's our last episode. So I'm just going to talk about some awful fucking movie endings. And I made it a topic. Okay. Uh, I'm using, I looked many articles up and there are some like really deep ones, but I wanted to have fun. So I chose the BuzzFeed article. You're welcome, Cameron. This one, this one comes yes, at you. Sources. So many sources. This one comes <laughs> at you from Spencer Outhouse, BuzzFeed staff on BuzzFeed. Uh, I'm picking and choosing from the movie article, 23 movie endings that were so bad they almost ruined the entire movie you're welcome Perfect. all right you guys want to go ahead this is a fun game we're going to do two games in my topic one guess some movies on the list okay so and and the, this list is can you title this list for me but movies it's that the big had movie list with the big were, movies yeah but we don't have to explain it. But I want I want an official name. If I'm making a oh, list. Okay. Uh, movies that were so bad they almost ruined the fucking movie. TM. Hashtag laser All right. Sucks. So movies that were so bad they almost ruined the movie is what Matt said. Hashtag so, TM. Yeah. Laser sucks. So uh, movie endings that almost ruined the whole movie. Um, so I'm going to say that live action Alice in Wonderland movie where uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp was the Mad Hatter because he did the, the fudder whacking or whatever the fuck, which ruined the entire just mood that was set up throughout the entire movie. It was like CGI and like some stupid shit with his head spinning around or whatever. Yeah. And it was honestly, it broke my entire immersion in the movie and it, it infuriated me. It infuriated me so much because it's like they had like, and I mean, you know, it's fucking like Tim Burton and shit. So which nowadays is, <laughs> he's totally, he's totally played out, but like, honestly, uh, but uh it just it it was like a whatever it was dark Alice in Wonderland but it had like a new story it was like somewhat it was like interesting and then they did this stupid fucking dance at the end that's just like imagine you're going and you're doing like you go to what are you see, doing like, you go to see the some you, deep you, stuff what are you, listen, you do realize matt has a topic this isn't the why so, not so you section. go to see the oscars right motherfucker and you're oh like and God. you know you're really into it it's very serious yeah, what's these oscars answer? and uh and then uh and then just halfway through they go all right now get in the ball pit everyone for like a minute and then they all go okay let's go back to being serious now, they would guys. do that they do that all the time ellen ordered a fucking pizza I don't watch the oscars <laughs> then what are you doing Doing. Why okay. are you speaking? Then? Let's end this podcast. <laughs> my answer, <laughs> my answer is uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts and How to Catch Them All. Because <laughs> at the very end, True. did you know that it turns out just like in in Alice in Wonderland, it turns out fucking Johnny Depp was in this movie the whole time. I don't want to see him in my movie about fantasy. Get him I out think of my here. My favorite would have to be the Dark Crystal because you didn't know what was going on, and then everyone turns into tree people. It just leaves. Yeah, and they're like, all "Hey, right. here's all the exposition." Just Ellen, now. yeah, like. Like there's like you spend the whole movie following a guy you still don't really know, understand, or honestly care about <laughs> as he goes on a mission to basically get the only important characters of the entire plot killed. Obvi. And then at the end of it, all the people who he ever cared about and all the people who ever hated fuse together to become one new tree species that he's then confused by. And they just leave. It's called lore, Cameron. It's called a good Listen, storytelling. Look it out up. a freaking like literary dissertation before I go to see your movie. It's probably not that great. I'm sorry, Jim Henson. You made some cool Muppets. But I'm not giving you this one. So, Matt, is this working out how you wanted it to? Yeah, Matt, do you, yeah, are you enjoying this so game? so fucking great. Wait, you made us just do your work for you. It <laughs> hurts so much, that bad thing that just happened. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to just list a couple of my favorite movies that were on most of these lists. At least my favorite picks were bad movie endings, I should say. Okay. Uh, so next is obviously on many of these lists. Oh, my God, yes. Um, <laughs> that movie's a banger. How dare Here's you? Here's the thing. That movie's so... It was not a uh, fucking uh, Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage. Cage. Yep. Yes. I, uh, I love this movie... And 
and I also loved the ending, but I do I do have to admit that there's no way the the majority of an audience to this type of movie was gonna love that the ending spoilers was that most of the movie took place in his head. Yep. <laughs> like yep. no one's liking that. No one's enjoying Correct. that. <laughs> um, La La Land, although I have tons of problems with La La Land, that was listed in here. That really was listed in there? Yeah, because, like, I don't know, a lot of people didn't appreciate the fact that it wasn't a happy ending, and I'm like, no, I, I think that was the only part of the movie I liked. Yeah. But then they have her, like, do that dream. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, this could have been what happened. But anyway, leave the nightclub, and they're not together. I just thought that was kind of dumb, but whatever. Dang. I don't know if you guys liked La La Land. I don't want to shit on it too It bad. was a movie. It won an Oscar almost. almost. <laughs> so close. It got to the middle place of Oscars. The, the best part about that whole thing is like when somebody goes like they're just like giving their acceptance speech and it said we didn't win by the way. And that video come, will live forever and I love it. He's like also by the way we didn't live. We didn't win by the way. We, we didn't, didn't live. live. We didn't live. We're all oh, dead. Man. We're all skeletons. him. He said the wrong thing. Yeah, it's October. Amazing. It's spooky month. They all didn't live. They're dead. Yeah, everyone in the castle La La Land was dead the whole time. The whole That's the, time. It's a cursed movie. <laughs> yep. La La Land in the Sixth Sense. They're interconnected. I love, I love that in almost all of these lists inceptions listed which like is arguably one of the best endings what the mm-hmm. fuck buzzfeed come on so they're like this should have seen if he was in the dream i'm like uh what <laughs> was he though what was the point of the movie then um and then of course uh it, one of my favorite entries on this list because it's very dumb to be but it is so innately buzzfeed and cameron's gonna agree with me on that it says in kingsman the secret service when the swedish princess randomly offers eggsy extreme sexual favors in exchange for her safety it's like Wait, that's not a realistic ending it's a great ending you know what i mean <laughs> it's it it's, fits the verisimilitude of the world where it's like this world's hypersexual and hyperaction oh so yes if, if we're going to pretend like this is the most james bond thing the most james james bond thing is going to happen at the end of the movie also that's love because in the second movie they're together and they're actively together yeah so Fuck this list. And then he becomes a king or something, which makes him a very bad spy. Uh, in Harry Potter, when, of course, he just breaks the Elder Wand instead of fixing his, what the fuck? Smart. Yeah, in the book, he fixes it. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm in, in this BuzzFeed article, didn't watch the movie, and there's a correction needed. But I, I, trees, I remember that being the case, too, and I was like, he just doesn't fix his fucking wand? He just breaks the Elder Wand? Anyway. They've been Harry Potter into movies? Yes, and you should watch huh. them all. Well, shit. They're all at least okay. Yeah, Kian. Yeah, they're all called Indiana Jones yep. and the time I did the magic trick <laughs> in the kingdom of the sorcerer's stone and so on. You killed it. Uh, of course Titanic, terrible ending, should have been on the door. Ooh. And then last but not least, an actual <laughs> good topic part of this is in Wonder Woman when like it turns out that Ares is real and that the whole point of the yeah. movie is absolute bullshit because then she's still... I mean why even do the movie as like this real intelligent like everyone's not evil, we all need to work together thing and then literally be like... Oh no, it's okay. We can just kill the the evil god. It's fine. I thought I thought the bad part was when they just accidentally sliced in twenty minutes of Captain America: The First Avenger at the end. <laughs> there was wait, that. there was wait. That. You didn't like the part where this penny farthing ass looking Englishman turns out to be this fucking the Ares, the god of war. Yeah, fair point. Also, that has weird implications for the Harry Potter movies too, because he's in both those things. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it turns out Lupin's Ares. Sorry, guys. Also, really quick, I just want to say that when you said the ending to Titanic, I thought you meant the the part where the, the boat, boat sinks breaks. yeah the boat it's like yeah <laughs> boats don't the sink. worst part Everyone knows that. Uh, exactly you know what let's right. re- let's retcon that uh 
that's the end of my I'm topic. I was going to say, that actually perfectly fits into the thing I wanted to talk about if we want to roll in that direction. Let's do it. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Is it about a movie? It's about do it to it. a few movies. Ooh. Here's my question. Why do the Russo brothers hate James Cameron? Uh, God, I knew the final episode of our podcast would be all about movies. I this knew- This is a living hell for laser. The Russo boys are responsible for famous hit movies you've probably been forced to go to because of your boyfriend wanted you to. Called yep, the, the Medea movie. Called the Avengers, the end game one. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about Tyler Perry instead? <laughs> we could, but it no. kind of is derivative of the thing I'm trying to talk about. All right, so what was the question again? Why do the Russo brothers hate James Cameron? All right, so Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, um, he <laughs> uh-huh. uh, fucking... James that Cameron. That was a true fact. Uh, fucking, uh, I hate this. Keon, please. Keon. Um, yeah, because uh, James Cameron once took a big bite of their sandwich. They went to Subway, <laughs> and they got a foot long, and they're like, hey, six inches for you, my brother, and six inches for me. And James Cameron just went up, and he took a big old bite of the middle, and they're just like, you can't do that, James Cameron. He's like, I made the second Aliens movie and the second of the uh, Terminator movies. I can do what Whatever I want, so heck you. And they're like, don't say that. And they and he walked away, and they were so just upset. Imagine he walks in, and he's just like, oh, you want to make movies? And he just takes bites out of the sandwich. He's like, I eat <laughs> your sandwich. sandwich. I eat it up. The First Amendment grants me the right to not talk about movies. <laughs> That's true, and you don't have to. So right. shut the fuck up. Uh, the Ooh. obvious sleep, reason guys. Bye. Uh, for this answer, uh, Cameron is that, like Kian was talking about, there was the subway incident, but this feud goes on for years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, It starts with the subway incident, but then it leads on to, of course, the Applebee's incident, the Golden Corral incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, late, more recently, we all remember Matt, you when... said you wouldn't talk about that. I said I don't want to talk about my past, my crimes. Are you saying... <laughs> you know, listen, this is just like when we brought up the, tox- to- the toxic bell. <laughs> the taco. The toxic the taco bell. bell. Oh, listen, I know, that, I know, I know we all... Call how my uncle died the toxic bell incident but we don't we brought it up once the toxic bell the web of fries cameron Cameron hit us with five minutes of knowledge and then we got to get the fuck to a break jesus christ i i actually decided to go and do me the big brain math good jobs i thought you would enjoy about this so first of all i need to first find out an important question what is the highest grossing movies of all time? And pastemagazine.com just went ahead and answered that for me. The top three are number one, Avengers Endgame 2019, grossing $2.796 billion. Holy shit. Hit six nine. The second highest by James Cameron is of Avatar 2009, grossing $2.79 billion. Uh, so I then went and looked at the third one, Titanic, also James Cameron, hey. $2.19 billion. Hey, Jimmy so Cam. You just had the joke about that. At this point, that. I'm sure you're thinking, Cameron, why would the Russo brothers be sad because james cameron he lost he made the two good movies and now he's lost well Uh here's the thing this year is 2019 Uh, and the avengers endgame made 2.796 billion dollars but avatar came out in 2009 adjusted for inflation adjusted for inflation i went to u.s inflation calculator it's actually 3.336 billion dollars right and i went and looked at titanic which came out in 1997 adjusted 
estimated for inflation is actually $3.496 billion. <laughs> so not only did they Six lose, nine. they lost twice before they even started playing the and game. And another thing, he looks up Gone with the Wind and find out finds out that's also made by James Cameron, and it made $5 billion adjusted the for inflation. The first cave painting was and by James went back Cameron. And the first cave drawings were <laughs> James Cameron. <laughs> they are also a trillion dollars adjusted for inflation. What, what, one question. One question. Rosetta Stone? James Cameron, right? Come on. <laughs> Clearly. Listen, but guys, we talk about like inflation from back then, but can we talk about bicycle pumps? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and I just like I just love this because like I just did the math real fast and I'm not sure if you remember this um there's a Simpsons meme meme where um Mo throws uh Barney out of the uh, of his tavern and then right over his shoulder you see Barney's back into the tavern. And it's that where it's the Russo brothers throwing Avatar out and then behind him is Avatar adjusted for inflation. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, there you go. Good try, Russo brothers. Maybe after everyone's done buying all of the DVDs you'll win, but not yet. Not yet, motherfucker. So. Thank you for your beautiful, beautiful content. You're kid. welcome, man. Oh, yeah. well, let's end the show. Sometimes you gotta go wholesome. All right, guys. Um, I think uh, this takes us to a little special segment of our show that we call "Why Not," where one of us chooses a "Why Not" question for us to debate, and who better to choose that question than whoever would like to do that? <laughs> Why not Marvel movies? Did hey. we do that already? Well, I think we should do Endgame. I don't think we've really talked about Endgame on here. Even if we make it specific. <laughs> hey, Laser, you should watch a movie. You're right. Guys, let's stop the podcast now. I'm going to go watch the whole Marvel series. And then when I'm done, I'm going to die. Okay, how about, how about how about this? Uh, Laser, you pick the last why not as a gift from all of us for doing three movie topics. Oh, yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, guys. Why not podcasts oh i like that mm. uh uh no that, Can i, I take pro I, i'll take i pro. distinctly remember when i said you could do the why not topic you you guaranteed me you do endometriosis as your why not so you're so right um so i'm positive for endometriosis because i think we should hurt people <laughs> i think people should be in pain that, that's all right so i like podcasts i'm gonna go neutral <laughs> i guess because they took positive uh, well, then I guess I'll go negative. No, I took negative. Fuck oh, you. There's so four sorry. of us. Oh, yeah. okay. You can pick whatever you want, my friend. Well, I oh, live right. in Chicago, okay. so I should get executive privilege on podcasts. I was going to say, why don't you take positive and I'll take tangential. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll take neutral then. <laughs> I'm the orthogonal axis that shoots straight out of the page at your face. I would, I would like to take neutral, please. I mean, okay. neutral. I will, take, I will take positive, I guess, then. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Hey, guys. As someone who lives in po- uh, podcast land, Chicago, <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, I go, I went to a diner, and they have a cork board, and it has three podcasts advertised on it. I can't go places. <laughs> if they have a bulletin board, there are podcasts advertised. This place is fucking insane. It's all <laughs> improv shows and podcasts. It's just nuts. So positives. Um, wasn't um, that the fucking reason you moved there, buddy? I moved for improv. Yes, not podcast. Um, so, so anyway. Um, but seriously though, podcasts are really cool because I mean, in one way, you can think of it as the fucking resurgence of radio, right? You know, it used to be radio was hey everyone, let's sit around and listen to the stories, and then and then you know more you know after that it's like something you listen to in your car or you have going on in your house because there aren't like you know affordable necessarily like extremely affordable ways to listen to a ton of music, and then radio's like I guess I'll leave it on in my car, 
And now it's like, oh, hey, audio format that we want to listen to all the time. It's either audiobooks or podcasts. And podcasts give people, it's like pirate radio that you can download, you know? <laughs> I like that. It's, it's literally like we could go, hey, guys, I had an idea for a podcast. So it's called Why a Podcast. That's literally <laughs> what I went to these fuckers about. And now they're ending it because they hate me. Yeah, so, facts. So, um, so, oh, I don't know why that actually. Um, oh, so, so sorry, it did. baby, I love yeah. you. Oh, baby, I love you too. <laughs> so I love y'all. So, but seriously though, like there, there's shit I've learned from podcasts that like I wouldn't have learned in any other context. I wouldn't have sought out the info myself. And I'm not even talking about this podcast. Like I, I've learned so many things. Just like. I mean, I learned things listening to comedy podcasts because you're listening to people with unique perspectives. It doesn't require having practiced writing for a billion years until you can make a book that people want to read. It doesn't take, uh, you know, hundreds of hours of acting classes, thousands of hours, like getting to it. It's like if you have the ability to talk and people want to listen to you and you have something to talk about that people want to listen to, you can have a podcast. Even when people don't want to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're ending this podcast. <laughs> and, that, and that brings me to the neutral, you know? The neutral being uh, you talked about learning a lot via podcast, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. I've definitely learned a lot via podcast. I've also listened to just entertainment-based podcasts, a lot of uh, interview podcasts. But the only podcast I've ever listened to that really taught me anything was uh, a little-known podcast uh, from the creator, uh, who, whose creator is actually on the show, uh tangential the uh, joe rogan like experience the joe rogan experience yeah fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't tell you guys I, you never noticed i just repackaged that I, stuff? I, I didn't tell you guys that joe rogan's here guys joe rogan's been here the whole time yeah oh that's crazy man have you tried dmt <laughs> <laughs> uh, try my sensory uh, deprivation uh, tank. Tank. come on it'll be fun couldn't have let, let you have a heartfelt moment there, buddy. I, I'm just saying, you know, you know how people say, uh, you know, how people say, don't sweat the small stuff. I'm just saying, maybe you should. That's hey, there's my guy. Hey, that's a me. That's a Cameron run good Thank podcast you, called Sweating the Small Stuff. Please go listen. You yeah. learn things every fucking episode. That's right. Since you don't have this podcast anymore, go listen to Cameron's. Yeah. Damn, there you dude, go. That legit. My heart was just like, my heart right now just swelled so much. Yay. <laughs> We're just going to start releasing those episodes on our feed. I hope you guys don't. No, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> no, please that works. do that. <laughs> yeah, but only to take away the listens from your statistics on your... Uh... <laughs> if you're, uh, you're going to donate to a tip jar, just be sure to donate to our tip jar <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Cameron's content. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, I'm paying royalties in perpetuity by this gag. Oh, well, that's we're still being sued by uh, two guns. Ah, so, that's fair. <laughs> you know, we need the money, like, for real. What is it? At, at Small Stuff Pod? Is that right? At that Small it? Stuff Show. Show. Okay. My bad. Yeah. I was yeah. close. I can get into a whole thing about that later. So neutral, right? What was, this, <laughs> what was this whole thing, Matt, with neutral? <laughs> I got lost. It's, it's a good uh, key. Okay. Did, Cameron, did you go? No, I, I have tangential, so you No, 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 I, I got negative. Tangential is probably at least positive. I have no, to go last. Tangential comes out of the ground. I have to go last, ground. Cameron, and especially because of, I, I assume, what you're going to talk about. Well, I'm going to talk about this. Tangential is podcasts are work, and I'm not actually going to talk about the act of like, making a podcast. I want to talk about all the stuff that goes into a podcast, things that 
I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate about a podcast. You, a lot of people probably think really clever people like these three dudes hop on some mics and just start talking and good content comes out. And, and we do. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is this is one of those things. It's it's the like beauty of any piece of art is that the good stuff seems effortless. You don't appreciate that these guys you three probably spend, I'm guessing, at least two hours per episode just trying to get all the audio lined up and get everything in a place where it sounds like a coherent conversation. Yeah. Well, Matt does. And then you work so hard to advertise it and to do this weekly. And that's something I think a lot of people don't always know about podcasts. Is your favorite podcasts aren't just some people talking into a mic. It's some people working real hard to try and connect with you and trying to connect with you wherever you are. They go out of their way to find you in your communities, on Facebook, wherever you are to actually talk to you. It's rough. It's just a rough process. It's positive because you get to have the sense of camaraderie and community and get to listen to your fans talk to you and get to eventually come on their show and that you've been a big fan of and find out that they actually liked your stuff. And yeah. It feels good. Yeah. But at the same time, I hope that happens such a, to us one day. <laughs> at the same time, it's such a grind. And sometimes a podcast like why a podcast will end. But that's the crazy thing is it's a podcast. As long as they want to keep paying for it to exist in the ether, you get to keep coming back and listening to how good it was and yeah. how good it can be. Cool. I, I would like to apologize for laughing during that. It was only because <laughs> Laser casually said, well, Matt does in the middle of your impassioned speech, and it just triggered me so hard. Yeah, because he, uh, he said that, uh, you know, we work so hard on advertising our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you, Matt, for advertising the podcast. And my negatives are to all you suckers in la la land that are making all these big budget podcasts all you freakonomicses all of you nprs we're coming for you everybody with a microphone and some time on their hands are gonna they're gonna take down the bourgeoisie this proletariat of podcasts we're on our we're on our horses we're coming for you in your ivory towers i do not condone that it's hard work but we're gonna do it and all of you with your institutionalized podcasts making all of these high budget stuff you know what well we got audacity and we're coming for you and let's take a break let's end all podcasts end all pod eat the podcast eat the rich eat the rich <laughs> hey everybody it's keon here um we didn't really discuss what we would talk about during the break because we don't really have any you know future stuff to go over um i want to thank uh silo digital that's evan draper for making our theme music uh it's seriously like carried the show along its merry path for 69 episodes and i want to thank my co-hosts matt and laser seriously this is i mean we we talk about it but this has just been such a like long process and it's just been like every week trying to juggle everything. And even for these past couple of weeks, we've just been like, hey, does anybody have time to edit this and that? And we've just like, Laser's been super enthusiastic and great about it that he's just been like, oh, I can take whatever you guys need. I can edit whatever. But we've all been round robin, like giving each other sections of the episodes to edit. So it's just been a huge team effort, like throughout the entire process of the show. 
and it's just it's fantastic and thank you guys so much for listening that's that's what i'm going to do during this break i'm going to thank you the listener this this show was brought to you by listeners like you stealing that from pbs and uh i want to thank you guys so much for for being with us on this journey um and for what what is to come you know any of that other stuff we'll probably be dropping in the feed so stay tuned dropping in our uh why podcast feed some of the new stuff that we're working on and like you're going to hear me say at the end uh you can catch me and some of my stuff at lock that's life advice with keon on podcasts so wherever you listen in this podcast you can listen to that podcast and also on youtube i'm starting a channel with a friend of mine it already has a couple episodes of stuff that we've done called frameforge so on youtube that's frameforge the uh there's another channel that has like a couple thousand views but ours is a little bit smaller and has a picture of an anvil so it's pretty cool and i enjoy the stuff we have on there and we'll be releasing more soon and again seriously thank you guys so much for being with us on this journey and uh let's get back to the episode or another break part if the laser or matt's going after me or before me who knows let's i'll talk to you guys later or during the episode you'll hear my voice soon goodbye Hello and welcome to the final break of Why a Podcast. You just listened to one of my co-hosts do a break and now you're going to listen to another one after me. But first I'd like to say, hey, thank you all so much for listening to Why a Podcast. It's really been a journey with this whole year and a quarter that we've been doing this gosh darn podcast. Making this with Matt and Keon has been an absolute blast. I met Keon through this podcast. I've mentioned that a couple times, but like, I didn't know Keon before I started doing this podcast, and now I consider him a very good friend. It's been a blast, like, just making a creative project with these two motherfuckers. And, uh, I mean, it has just absolutely been great. Matt, I mean, like, you know, just me and Matt. Me and Matt, like, uh, is it sexual tension? Is it just tension? Are we going to kill each other? What's up with that? Right? Fucking love that guy. I have just had a gosh diggity darn blast. I have seen this podcast take me from, uh, let's see, I think hmm, uh, it's taken me from my old job to my current job. I've lived in different cities doing this podcast. I guess a lot of this is actually more recent developments, but dang it, I was doing this podcast while I was doing it. Dang it. Yes, it. all uh, joking aside, as if joking will ever be gone, I would like to thank Evan Draper so much for our intro and outro music, you know, what is why a podcast without it? Yeah, I think that was a pretty accurate uh, recreation. Uh, now we can use that at the beginning of this episode instead of Evan's music, and we can just credit me. Ha ha ha. Oh, man. But thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure. And, uh, you know, if you want to catch more of my work, uh, fucking give me like a year or two or whatever, and I'm going to have a, so much famous improv work and videos and stuff. Oh, you'll just go all over Chicago and see my face posted everywhere and they'll dig up this audio clip from the archaeological internet dig sites and go oh he was right he's so famous and cool and handsome well now for my other co-host thing (laughs) hey guys this is matt uh as the only person who knows where his break is going in the lining order if you will uh i'll go ahead and say uh i hope you enjoyed keon's break uh and uh, i hope you enjoy laser's break my name is matt i have been on this why podcast journey for about a year and change uh 
I'm really going to miss you guys. I'm really going to miss doing this show. And uh, thank you all so much for listening, for following us on social media when you did, uh, for emailing us, all those things that we can now keep uh, in perpetuity. And uh, if you liked the show, if you really loved the show and you liked us, I wouldn't worry too much. You're still going to be getting more content from all of us in different ways. Uh, and there might be a break on on uh, on Laser and I's part, at least. Uh, Keon's already motoring on other projects. We're working on other projects a little slower. But you will definitely be getting some stuff coming down the line. So keep an eye, if you're subscribed, keep an eye on that feed. Because we will have some stuff going through there for other stuff we're working on. Um, shout out to all the people who've been on the show. Everyone who's been a guest on the show. Everton, uh, Bridget, Zach, Liz, of course. Magical. Cameron, who was just on this episode and knocked out of the park. I wish we... Had Cameron on earlier. He was fantastic. Uh, all of our significant others who've been on the podcast. And uh, and if I'm missing any any guests, which I'm pretty sure I am. Sorry about that. It is uh, Wednesday, and I'm trying to get this out desperately. Uh, I'm very sorry that the last episode is the only episode we ever released. Not on time. That's unfortunate. But you know what? In a weird way, it makes perfect sense. Because it's a statement on the fact that it's not that we want to stop doing Wyatt Podcast. Or that we don't appreciate you guys listening or anything like that. It's just... Man, you gotta focus on other stuff sometimes. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out also to all the people who've helped make this show uh, possible. Silo Digital, Evan Draper, shout out. Fantastic. Thank you for the theme song and for all the help and support. Everybody who's left a, a review on Apple Podcasts, everyone who sent an email or reached out to us about the show or about doing your own podcasting or anything like that, we really appreciate you. And, uh, and yeah, enjoy the last episode. And, you know, of course, feel free to keep reaching out as we go along. We're not disappearing as people. But for the last time, uh, back to the show. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, enjoy the show. I've got the clap. Can't be beat. Got it from the bottom of a toilet seat. And I guess that's how we come back from <laughs> oh, our no. last break. On our final episode. Wow, honestly. I mean, uh, the break was bad enough, but I guess if that's how we're going to come back, then maybe we really should end this fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, that's from a movie. I'm not an idiot. That's from Get Him to the Greek. Anyway, thanks, Laser. I'm sorry. Just Jay was looking at me like I was <laughs> sorry. Um, so, of course. So, I think anyone last week we have our own personal why questions where we go around the table ask each other a personal why question. And you know what? We all discussed what this personal why question was going to be. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just say, stop looking at me like that, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, focus on the show, you son of a bitch. We it's all the last agree. episode. I know it's our last episode. I know it's the first time we're ever doing this. I'm just So Jay just has this scary black charcoal mask on and is just staring at me unblinkingly. So lastly, we have our own personal why questions. We go around the table and ask, and ask <laughs> each other a personal why question. And uh, we have a question that we've been holding on to for just a little bit. Um, uh, oh my God, Laser, one time, get it right. Really right now. Hey guys, why did you enjoy doing why a podcast? Now that I've reminded you a reason you don't enjoy doing it. And I'm going to ho- go ahead and correct your question to why do you enjoy Why a Podcast so that Cameron can actually participate. Uh, who'd like to begin? No one. No one wants to be. No so one wants to start. The reason I... <laughs> guys, if no one answers, if no one answers, we, can't, we don't end the podcast and then we're fine. There we go. Genius loophole. That's how we work. I mean, I don't know. I'm a little emotional. I get it. So, you know, you go ahead, Laser. 
honestly, I, I think just one of the greatest things for me is having a creative outlet. So um, I, I honestly, like, I've always wanted to, I, I think, you know what, just boils down to, it's my philosophy that one of the reasons for life, the meaning of life is to create, whether that's art, whether that's creating something to help people, whether, you know, it just to create a product that enriches the lives of others. And this was my first step. I mean, I have made other things that were pretty darn good too, but this is one of my first steps in what I hope to be a long life of creation. Yeah. So I'm really glad that, I mean, even though maybe it didn't end up being the largest thing, um, I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to do this, to grow as an entertainer, to grow as someone who produces some sort of media and uh, I mean, you know, it's just it's good for the psyche to put something out there to work on something regularly. And also it let me really keep in touch with two great, great friends. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. That's sweet. In the future, um, just because we'll also be kind of talking about what we're doing in the future. I'm actually going to be beginning my uh, first improv class here in Chicago soon, which will be the beginning of a new adventure in life. Hell yeah. That's Aww, awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, I'm, I moved to Chicago in the last few episodes. You know, I, I live here with Jay, who I'm just deeply in love with. I've got Aww. a beautiful cat and I'm starting my real professional pursuit of the arts. Proud of you, man. Wow. Top that motherfucker. Shit, man. Look at you. What a what a year and a half laser had, right? Seriously oh, yeah. though. I got so many diagnoses. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's also true. But Continue. Like, fucking genuinely, congrats on actually doing shit to to really kill it, man. Yeah. Thank man. you. My greatest accomplishment leaving Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone's greatest accomplishment. I wish I'd accomplished it. You're getting there, bud. You'll do it, maybe. <laughs> Oh, I will. Believe me, it's a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Matt? Oh, okay. I'll go. I'll go next. I've made you go every single time that somebody said, "How about you guys?" <laughs> it's only it's only fair at the end of the podcast that uh, Keon got to tell me to go next instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, you know, the thing about this podcast is we talked about it. Uh, like particularly Cameron talked about it a little bit in the why not segment. It's like doing a podcast seems like really fun and chill. Until you do and, it. <laughs> and it's not. Like, like, it is fun. Don't get me wrong. It's super fun to record it and, like, hang out with your friends. And, and 99% of the time, that part's really fun, at least. Uh, but everything else about podcasting, much like anything else about content creation, is generally just, like, really frustrating and time-consuming. Yeah. E- editing the podcast is never chill. Like, no. No matter how good of a recording session we had, you always get tired about an hour and a half in editing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like the content just starts to not matter anymore. And then like on top of that, we're all trying to get people to listen, which is 99% of the time, to be fair, faced with like, yeah, why or fuck you or like hey, negative reaction hey, instead of like support. So hey, Matt. The question was, why did you enjoy doing live podcasts? <laughs> and that's why I enjoyed it. I'm a masochist, and I love hey, every minute of it. Go. Uh, no, <laughs> but it's like, that's it. my point. It's like, I enjoyed so much of this, like, year of doing podcasts. I would say that, like, 80% of it was all positive. The only reason the podcast is ending is because the 20% really brings you down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, like, genuinely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the experience for anything, like, 
we made some good content. I like to think most of it was good. <laughs> um, and we didn't release the really, really bad stuff. Yeah, most of the bad stuff we didn't release. Um, like Fry. <laughs> most of it. Uh, and, and like, on top of that, I got to hang out with my friends and, and kind of shoot the shit in a way that got better over a year which is kind of something that's wild to think of yeah professional shit shooters i mean i thought we were perfect at the start so like how could we get better (laughs) okay laser um but yeah i'd say like between like making it obviously was it was a lot of joy but really like the times we had the like inside jokes that developed like the fact that we can reference things about the podcast or like involving the podcast concept like in our own lives is really nice. And I think that's why I enjoy it the most. Like I'll have friends just randomly message me shit that like has to do with something we created, you know, Mm -hmm. which is kind of wild. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. When just people talk about, Oh, in the latest episode when you guys were like this and I'm like, Holy shit. (laughs) It's fucking nuts. Like, or like I'll look in my friend's story and like they'll, mention something like that's why we were all like liz is the podcast queen because every fucking week she's either complaining or championing us and i love it either god bless (laughs) elizabeth dow but um uh, focusing on the part laser was talking about like what are we doing moving forward uh like i've got a couple different things going to focus on creatively but there's definitely going to be a podcast coming from some somewhere uh, yeah. over, when, over time. once you uh, pop casty can't stop cast <laughs> exactly uh and i'm probably gonna focus a little more on working with like other people on their podcast too like just kind of using the knowledge i've gained by making several of my own um and then laser and i have a pet project that we'll probably drop in the feed at one point Oh, uh, I thought you meant drop us in. Don't do, drop the project. Just don't do it. <laughs> we have a we have a little a project that we're working on that we'll probably not do. <laughs> oh no, that shit's happening. But uh, we're gonna get a major backlog of that. And oh, I think yeah. we mentioned that a couple episodes ago that we were gonna do something fun together. Don't worry, yeah. you'll find out about it. It'll be yeah, worth yeah. the wait. I promise you. And it won't involve a DreamWorks film. <laughs> yeah, we would never do a DreamWorks film, right? We'll no. see. A podcast about a movie. What For, with laser in it? No, they do those. So, Cameron, what was your favorite part of doing Wi-Fi? Yeah, Cameron, now, Matt, where Matt, where are you done? Real quick. Oh yeah, I'm good. You're good. I mean, I the content you guys made. There were moments of it that were just so funny that like I would actively like take a moment to record them. I had like a little Google Keep note. Oh, oh my god, you oh gotta god. send I would. Oh yes, please, you gotta yeah. share that with us. The um no, the Google Keep note isn't actually what's important what's important is if i recall on two different occasions i actually found the time to produce yeah like, i took it and i made many videos they're very good of that is exactly true. what i thought was hilarious and i think <laughs> they should still be on the intertubes i bet mm-hmm. you i can find them real fast the webs of inter but, yeah but that's kind of the big point here is it was like i am also working hard to make my own podcast and matt please do not stop listening because if you have any feedback or whatever man like that's the hardest thing about podcasting is you want to do good work you don't always hear from the audience so well if i could give you uh one very important uh feedback it's uh no no, believe me it's very negative you don't worry um it's uh stop making good content because it pisses me off to see it in the feed because i'm like oh great now i have to take two hours of my time to listen to his good content it's like people don't want to take time out of their lives to enjoy themselves okay yeah yeah. i'm sorry man 
I'm I'm so sorry. No one enjoys themselves nowadays. <laughs> I I will say though that like the last three or four episodes uh, have seemed like you were just pulling them out of topics that I really enjoy. So I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I got very lucky there. Then <laughs> it's yeah, and I mean that's the thing is like you guys. It, this has been a blast. It's a, it's a weirdly fun, weirdly chaotic energy getting to be on the show, even for this one episode. And that's, I think, a reason I always liked it. Also, the fact that my brother happened to be on it was an easy way for <laughs> me to get help in the first place. That helped. But yeah, and man, like I'm, if this is this was like a first or an early attempt, then that's here's here's just a fun. Here, I'll throw more knowledge in here. So the people who uh, start the most successful businesses are actually often older, starting around like 35, 45. So if you ever see like a great company started by a 25-year-old, that dude was a massive fluke. Oh, 100%. So by the time yeah. that dude becomes 35, you're going to be able to start a wildly successful company. And even if it's not successful, by the time you're 45, you will. And you just keep going and going. And so that's the great thing here is like you guys... No matter what you did, you made a podcast. You can safely yeah. check that box. I'm fucking 22. <laughs> yeah, man. The next project you take on, you're going to have all that knowledge in your back pocket. And you're going to be like, yeah, we could do it like this. Or we could be maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the craziest thing. And like you kind of touched on it. It's like we created 69 episodes, by the way, 69 uh, episodes of content. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, which, is, which is fucking nuts. Like... <laughs> It's really weird because every week we're like, fuck, like, uh, is it going to get down on time? What's going on with this? Are we letting our listeners down? This is our first episode that's ever been late. It's our final episode. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah. The yeah. first one, yeah. <laughs> we were Shit, like, man. we need to take a week to be people. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It just happened to be at the end of the show. Yeah, I started my Starbucks job. Today was my first, my second day, really, at the hey. job. Like, we just had to be people. <laughs> mm-hmm. The one nice thing is that, like, I don't know about you guys, but I had people, like, ask me yesterday, like, hey, uh, so no new show? Like, Oh, man. <laughs> which, wow. which is, like, nice. Like, because, yeah. you know. People it makes you, give and, a shit. And, and that's happened on the weeks we released it, too, which is hilarious, because it's like, well, fuck, why are we even sharing it then? Like, Because people are like, is there a new show? And I'm like, there should be. And then I panic, check the Pinecast feed, and it's there. And I'm like, oh, we're good. <laughs> but it's it's just it's just kind of wild, you know, to think yeah. that we have, like, over 70 hours of content just chilling online. Yeah. And yeah. I'll say this. I know that Keon has always been my go-to guest expert, but if you guys think you can think of a good thing about... Dude, if you need to talk about fucking RuneScape, I am here for your podcast. <laughs> All right. I'll find a way to make a RuneScape episode and we'll get there. Find we a way? It's so easy. There's so there. much yeah. RuneScape content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that or Minecraft would be like laser shit right I'm there. Not, I'm not... Dude, I don't know fucking shit about Minecraft. You don't know fucking, everything, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> don't fucking lie about me. Yeah, or like Binding of Isaac or some shit. Oh, yeah. If we could, yeah let's talk Binding of Isaac. <laughs> there we now go. Now we can have a live stream where Laser and I try to build the best... Yes. Like Fort from scratch and then yes. go kill each other. <laughs> Starting a Sweating the Small Stuff uh, Twitch channel. <laughs> yes. That's how you do it, uh, man. Hey everybody, it's it's me, Keon, the Han Solo of this podcast. And I killed him. Hey. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was Chewbacca. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Laser was the Luke Skywalker. Uh, Matt was Chewbacca. No, I was I was the Kylo Ren. The, there we go. <laughs> You're my I, son. I, I killed you. There, there we go. Spoilers. End of movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, what a shitty ending to a movie. Am I right? Seriously. So. Though. 
For me, um, the biggest issue for me to come to grip with is that I'm just such a narcissist that I love listening to the episodes. And I think I've brought it up on other episodes that like, I know my own comedy that I'll listen back mm-hmm. and be like, Keon's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, I know. Like, I wow. think no one's funnier than myself. <laughs> exactly, right? Like when you listen back, you're just like, shit, I'm actually like, it It builds that confidence in yourself that you're like, I do know what the fuck I'm doing. That's awesome. And I like, I mean, we're, I, I would say that the three of us are the, our biggest critics, especially on this podcast. I will be like, man, this episode was like, like if we'll bring up like, yeah, this episode was kind of lacking. Like each of us will just mention like, yeah, we fucked up. Like I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. And, st- <laughs> every- and it's never like, Hey, you fucked up. It's just like, yeah, no, I, I sucked. Like every it's- episode that I've gone like, guys, that was bad. has been yeah. some of our best content, <laughs> right? <laughs> For real. Like I've gotten so much praise on episodes afterwards. I've been like, I'm sorry guys. I was just out of it like exactly my yeah, nuts. yeah and you, you guys are like that was great yeah I think that's like the first one of those two was like why nostalgia or something and we were all like we shit the bed on that one yeah and then everyone yeah. loved that episode yeah. mm-hmm uh, why jump where we like constantly oh, so like hey here's the suicide hotline number but like oh it yeah, was a yeah. good episode yeah people really liked it and i mean yeah. it's it's with that whole thing that like you know you're always your worst critic but like that's the best thing about creating something like laser set and i'm basically going to cherry pick from each of the three people that preceded me with the same Go thing right ahead. is that yeah that like creating something just it, it it kind of fulfills that primal need that you have and that when you create something like it's out there in the world you can check that off your list that okay I have created something I know that I can do it and honestly like the impetus for the podcast in general when we started for me it was like I've never done a podcast I'll fucking know laser but he seems like a cool guy like <laughs> let's see what we can make out of this and the fact that it's gone as long as 69 fucking episodes yeah. that like it, yeah. it really is awesome to me like I, I when I think about it I'm just like holy shit that's 69 episodes that's as many as the first season of the adventure zone yeah. and you know <laughs> that like crazy I uh, like like Cameron also said that we're always going to grow and that you, like this isn't going to be our last project of course when it comes to podcasting Absolutely. and like that it's as a first outing into this space like seriously Cameron and I legitimately have been just like driving somewhere and been like man why podcast is just like such a fucking good idea like laser coming up with the idea and then Matt like helping facilitate its birth basically and me being I'm there. genuinely je- I'm genuinely jealous of yeah. how good of an idea it is <laughs> really <laughs> thank and, you yeah, and just I, like I literally thought of it when I was sleep deprived driving to my office <laughs> job. I'm like, oh, I got a few podcast ideas. Yeah, <laughs> and so like all of that, putting it all together, and everybody like loaning a little bit of themselves to make it what it is. It's really fantastic, and just that like this won't be our first, our last thing it will be our first that we'll build on it and have something new but it's I'm, I'm just really excited to see where we go from here that like we've spent my god if we yeah. go anywhere and they're just like yeah we need podcasting experience i don't think any of us are just gonna be like i don't really mm, i'm not i don't know i don't know how to make a podcast yeah. i don't know about that <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever used a mic. What is this strange thing with the microphone? <laughs> and so for me, I mean, like uh, moving forward, I'm just excited to get started with a couple other things that like I'm trying to. And another thing about just why a podcast is that, we, like Matt said, it just takes a lot to make and like kind of birth mm-hmm. this fucking baby. So like for each of us, it just takes so long that like uh, now I'm going to be taking a step back from a lot of it. But uh, a friend of mine and I are going to be starting some YouTube work where we're going to be trying to like take some of that. I'm I'm. I'm pushing a lot of the work onto him so I can take a break after why a podcast, but uh, it's going to be called 
Uh, yeah, yeah. The channel's called Frameforge, if you want to check that out, where uh, we have some of our past work, but we're going to be having a podcast that's going to be produced. Like, you can see my my weird-looking face for once on this podcast, and uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna be rolling that out. But I also have a self-help, self-motivation podcast called uh, Life Advice with Keon, L-A-W-K, Locke where uh, I'm going to be trying to spin that back up where just quick episodes about like what I find interesting or like how to help each other because like that's really what this podcast and and like what I've learned and this podcast is a big what I've learned and my letter to future Keon right now is just to <laughs> look back on this episode look back on this podcast and remember how much you enjoyed just like all of the man we had some dumb fucking in jokes but they're all really amazing like looking back like everything that we've just just remembering the memories and kind of where we were in certain episodes that it's just it's really interesting and all of us have gone through so much in a year and a half like none of us are really where we were like i fucking traveled and came back and all this stuff like you know it's i'm i'm really psyched for us and i'm really glad that we had these experiences together and i'm looking forward to never fucking seeing any of you ever again yeah get fucked ass (laughs) uh which brings us Uh, to the point uh that uh the two points that i I left so guys we have a couple stretch uh, goals if you if we get to 250 (laughs) (laughs) i'll need a spicy pepper (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that hurt that laugh hurt i had two points and i'm trying to remember what also also i'll definitely be starting another podcast because i'm pretty sure in chicago you get like a tax credit for it you do you get i mean like you must i see no other reason why there'd be so Ah, many fucking podcasts i I remembered the two points okay point number one uh obviously i think my favorite thing about this podcast is we're now all going to be every uh, cheerleading each other for the rest of our lives for oh, content yeah, creation. Really. Uh, so that's helpful but the point number two is uh laser I, I know you've been waiting 69 episodes for us to say this but um pick up the two guns album hey <gasps> kill us laser kill uh, us. oh oh i thought you were telling me to kill myself <laughs> no kill the podcast oh, no kill oh, the podcast okay. yeah all right guys let's take this podcast behind the shed now you know why. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Why a Podcast. I'm Laser James Ellerick. I'm Matthew Slaza. I'm not giving my middle name. Fuck you. I'm Keanu Raste Buzar Jamari. Aw, shit. Bet you didn't know I had a full last name, motherfuckers. Take that shit, bitch. Never told you until now. And thank you to our special guest. Thank you, Cameron. Your personal brain trainer, Cameron Buzar Jamari. Yeah. Damn right. Now you know why. But uh, bah, bah. Oh, that <laughs> Love hurt. you guys. <laughs> Love you too. Bye forever. Goodbye forever. Into yeah. this black <laughs> void I go. Oh, and I don't exist anymore. No. Solid <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs>